Welcome back to the G-Quad Podcast. Welcome to the official Season 3 premiere. We missed you guys. We, we know that uh, we weren't here last week, but we did put out an episode of Chicago's Own, so we ho- hope that you guys enjoyed that. Carson Wentz. Oof. This one, this this Ooh, hurts. man. You hate to see that, man. You hate to see it. He got absolutely cucked. For those that don't know, Carson Wentz got injured against the Bears, so he's been out for a long-ass time. Now. So they've been starting Heineke. He's, he's been getting into a groove. This is the first week that he's back. Instead of, you know, sticking with Heineke all the way and saying, hey, this is our guy now, I, I, I think that would have been fair to do. This guy just came in and just absolutely cucked him. 16 of 28, 143 yards, three interceptions, three sacks of loss of 19 yards combined. And they lost 24-10 to the Browns, who are eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, and they lost to that sexual abuser, Deshaun Watson. For him to get the starting job back, <laughs> like, it's just punted, punted their season away. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we would like to be in the playoffs. But then again, nah. Oh, fuck that shit. We don't have to be in the playoffs. That was a dumb decision. And and that, that man came in there and, and made it worth it by throwing three picks. What's going on with Ron Rivera? Like, he was given a chance by the football gods to right his wrong about picking Carson Wentz as his starting quarterback. Because remember, he was saying, I pick Carson. This one is on me. The football god said, okay, we're going to injure this guy and give you a chance to roll with, with Taylor Heineke the rest of the way and possibly make the playoffs. He had that chance and said, fuck it. I'm going to roll with Carson now that he's back and end up biting him in the ass. Like, Ron Rivera, what are you doing? These constant mistakes. I understand that he's built a culture there. He went, he went through that whole cancer battle with the team. But enough is enough at this point. Like, fuck's sake. You're constantly making these bullshit decisions that are costing your team instead of just rolling with the guy that was that was working with you for the past couple of weeks. And now you're just, you just got fucked. I'm not surviving cancer and putting Carson Wentz back in the game. Exactly. I'm not. I, that, <laughs> that, that, those two things shouldn't, shouldn't happen in, the, in somebody's life. Right. And then, like, maybe after the second pick, I would have, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, taking him out or something. It's just that is a really, really curious decision because if I'm not mistaken, they could have made the playoffs if they won that game. They could have still been in it. If I'm not mistaken. And not only that, you got blown out by a team who is eliminated from the playoffs. So the, the Bronx had nothing to play for at all. And you're over here fucking make, making this decision knowing that your team has to win this game in order to make the playoffs. And you blew it. I understand their team was injured. They had a lot of injuries. I know Antonio Gibson and a lot of the guys on their, on their defensive end had, were out as well. But fuck sake, Ron Rivera. You know that you have a shot to win this game. And you're putting in a guy who hasn't played in weeks because of his injury. Instead of rolling with the guy who you've been playing week after week in Taylor Heineke. Who's been working for you up until now and he basically just fucking screwed themselves over so i have no defense for ron rivera at this point to start this guy again he throws three picks no tds there's no excuse for this point Quan and i said that the new york giants will not make the playoffs and of course they unfucking clinched the goddamn playoff berth so i know all those giants fans are going to be in our tiktok comments saying oh my god like fucking how's that feel i do not care first of all you will get crushed in the playoffs by an actual playoff team your team did not deserve to win at all oh they, you played the, played the colts you, you beat get the fuck out of here please my, my, a peewee football team can come on and beat the colts uh, get the fuck out of here you're, you're bullshit fluke team you played a horrendous team who has nothing to play for at this point they're tanking you won by fucking 40 million points get the hell out of here they're not a playoff team they're a fluke they're gonna get crushed in the playoffs i in, in the fucking in the wild card round you're fucking screwed i i have no faith yes you did make the playoffs but but you will get crushed in a wild card round by whoever the fuck you play in the nfc is it even worth it to say that you made it to the playoffs if you're about to get smacked in the first round? I know we're going to have Giants fans. Get shit on. Get your ass. Like your, your take is horrendous. Get shit on. And what's up with the Broncos? Why are the Broncos playing the Chiefs so tough? But anybody else, they beat us 11 to 10, Nico. That score will maybe never happen again in our lifetime. Do you realize that? Thank God. They finally fired Nathaniel Hackett from that goddamn team. 
But in all honesty, I, it wasn't only Hackett that, that it was his fault, but he was a horrendous coach. Fucking absolutely. He was so horrendous that it was tremendous to see him get fucking fired because he was just fucking disgraceful. Oh my fucking God. It may have been week one or three where, where they played uh, Seattle on Monday Night Football. He should have been fired after that goddamn game. He was a horrendous game manager. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He was fucking trash. He ruined Russell Wilson's career. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You, you, but Russ, Russ, you has, been, Russ more... has played bad. Russ <laughs> has played horrendously this year, but fucking hell. Hackett, Hackett was giving him no help at all, but, but Russ today, even 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 today he played like fucking shit. I, I thought that was disgraceful. But their O line, holy fuck, that that is even worse as well. And 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 they just got bought by, by the fucking Walmart uh, people. Put some money into the fucking team for fucks. Like what are you doing? Like this is ridiculous. You got no first round pick this year. Uh, you need an O line. You need a a fucking better goddamn coach. And and you need a better culture altogether because this is just horrendous. It is so horrendous that it's not even tremendous. Hackett had hired somebody like was it after week two or something like that to be able to help him with time management or something like that. So I think that that extended his tenure because I think that had it not been for that, he probably would have got fired a lot sooner. Which like because remember, I remember a couple weeks ago when we was talking about uh, firings and all of that. I thought that like once we got past the Panthers coach getting fired, I thought that once we got past that point, like everybody was going to wait until the end of the season to fire everybody else. But I guess they had just had too much of that kid. They was like, yeah, we got to get this <laughs> motherfucker out of here tonight. think a couple more firings are coming. I'm genuinely surprised that they fired him at this. Nathaniel Hackett, Cliff Kingsbury, and Josh McDaniels should all be fucking at McDonald's right now flipping burgers because they should be fired immediately from their positions. Do you think that there's something to the fact that Pete Carroll might have known something before we all realized it, and that's why he was so willing to fleece the Broncos. I don't know, but th this this whole rusting is he is weird. Like I don't know what the hell is going on with him. It all wasn't on Nathaniel Hackett. Russ has played horribly this year. Like like he has just fallen off a cliff from from what we've seen in previous years. Even today, watching, I was like, what the hell? Like, like some of the throws that he's been making are just horrendous. I don't, like we've never seen this before at all so i don't know what the hell is going on with russ but then again like i said you had to be put in in a position to succeed and russell wilson has not been put in that position but yes i do think Pete carroll saw maybe russ falling off a little bit saw some early signs of it and said hey you know what this may not be our guy going forward because he may be he's getting older obviously and he could be falling off and he's like you know what let me capitalize on this right now fleece these fuckers for and get, yeah. and get all, all their first round picks and you know what let's just roll with gino for the rest of the way and obviously worked out for seattle because they're obviously going to get a good pick after the after the uh, broncos just lost this week to the chiefs but something is going on with russ that we don't know about in terms of his play and just his mindset altogether. but the broncos in general their o-line is shit they made a horrible coaching hire with Nathaniel Hackett. He's been fired a long ass time ago, and they just need an entire revamp. I think next year they got new ownership this year, so I think that too had a big standpoint in them in terms of them getting settled in, getting getting used to the ropes of being owners and shit like that. I think in the offseason after this is over, this wipe off this year and say, you know what, last year was a fucking horrendous mistake. We'll get through it. We'll move on. Hire a new coach, get a better offensive line, get some better players in free agency. Can't go through the draft because you got no fucking draft picks. But say, Russ, 
you're fucking us up. We're paying you 200 plus million dollars. If you don't get it together, you're fucking out of here. I can't recall another situation where the narrative changed so drastically. Like people were wanting him to be like uh, mentioned in MVP conversations and everything like that. Like he got mentioned at least in the MVP conversation for like five straight years or something like that, if, if I recall correctly. And then it went from that to, you know what I'm saying? People saying like, yo, this man is really, really, really bad. To the point where he was a guaranteed Hall of Famer to where now is a question. Like I've never seen that before. I, I can't I can't think of a one time. Even with Russell Westbrook, people were questioning his athleticism, like waning or his decision making and, and everything kind of just showing up and all of that. But you still know that like first ballot, that man is going to the Hall of Fame. But there are some coaches who are great assistants, you know, great coordinators, and who are not meant to be head coaches. Hackett is one of those guys. He is not meant to be a head coach. We've seen it. He had all the tools this year to succeed and he just fucked it all up. He should have been fired a long time ago. So I would not I would not be surprised if I saw him and Cliff Kingsbury after this year handing me a, a McDonald's bag in the drive-thru and saying, Thank you for your order and they come again because they're fucking they're just horrendous. And excellent defense too. Like think about like the, the fact that their defense has been incredible this season, except for against the Rams. But they have been incredible this season and just off and nothing, man. I On paper, they look great. And, and and before this year started, I said the AFC West would be one of the stacked uh, divisions in the NFL. Of course, that fucking tank blew up in my face. It wasn't just you, though. Like, most people were saying that, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, everyone said it. People thought that the NFC East was going to be terrible this year, and they thought that the AFC West was going to be the, the, the best division in football. And, I mean, I, you can't blame nobody for thinking that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody expected for, for it to turn out the way that it, that it did. Did you see that stop that the 49ers just did? We're going to the Super Bowl, man. We're going to the the Super Bowl, bro. Seeing Quan happy about his team makes me sick to my fucking stomach. You know, just seeing, look, I'm going to be honest. I hate seeing people that are happy when I'm not happy. So if, if, if I see someone that, that is happy when I'm not in a happy state, I'm just a fucking humongous hater. Uh, So seeing Quan happy, it makes me fucking sick to my stomach. I would rather see him, you know, cl clinically depressed over his fucking team um, and not happy at all. Uh, it's nothing to do with him. It's just that my if, if, if my team was good and his team was good, I'd be like, I'd be like you know, come on, good for you, congrats. But my team is horrendous. So seeing him being happy about his team and just being happy in general in, in his life makes me fucking sick to my fucking stomach only a fourth and inches against a quarterback who's only thrown 61 passes in his NFL career that is not sad fourth and one. okay but it was josh jacobs that ran the motherfucker this is a dominant defense we got the yeah, defensive player of the year probably no you haven't we got the, the best uh Her too late year. for him but brock Purdy, possibly rookie of the year i mean we, we got a squad bro we got pro bowlers all over the field think we are on our third string quarterback who is the last pick fucking sucking them off for like 10 minutes holy fuck like you get over yourself first of all i cannot wait till this team just crashes and burns in the playoffs you have a third string quarterback who's never made a playoff game in his life I guarantee you he's going to shit the bed if one has will we'll crash and burn in the playoffs. I'm calling it right now. I, every, every, every time I, I do a prediction, uh, it never comes true. I'm calling it right now. The 49ers will crash and burn in the playoffs. Calling it. If by crash and burn, you may mean like they, they might get in like a little fender bender after celebrating the Super Bowl, then I can understand that. But the thing about the quarterback, okay, he is a rookie quarterback. Correct. But I think that the defense is, is so dominant and all the other weapons on the field, like it, it's just – it's too much to, to to have to be concerned about, and Debo not even playing, if I'm not mistaken. Debo not playing right now. So we, I do, just think when we get him them. back, when we get him back, and then you got Ayuk, you got C Mac, you got, and then Jimmy G might be back by then. 
Yeah, congrats to him, by the way. Uh, someone, someone that won't be back to bring Quan's mood down is Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance apparently underwent a second surgery on his right ankle to remove hardware that was inserted during the first surgery. Uh, he experienced irritation based on the location of the hardware, according to reports. He will be on crutches for two weeks and be fined for OTAs. If I'm a 49ers fan, I'm a little worried about that. I can't say the lamp. And Shanahan, we trust, man. I, he had every reason to for this season to be disastrous. Starting a not a rookie, but starting a quarterback. Fat cock and, and it, no, I was talking about Trey Lance. Starting oh. him, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying at the very beginning of the season, and it wasn't looking great, you know, with Trey Lance. Uh, I figured that like it was gonna be a lot of growing pains and loss to the Bears, by the way. I mean, and and uh, torrential, you know, what I'm saying downpour. Uh, it was it was disastrous. Raining for, for both yeah, teams. Raining for both teams. And but Trey Lance wasn't used to, you know, what I'm saying it, it, just water. Y'all should just get over it. Should really, it rains everywhere. Give us, y'all should give us that game back. If I'm being honest, like I mean, what 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 would it matter? But anyway, starting the season with Trey Lance, basically a rookie quarterback, and then not looking great. The defensive injuries, Trey Lance getting hurt, Jimmy G coming in, Jimmy G getting hurt, and then having to go to a rookie, to an actual rookie, uh, like it, that was all the pieces for a disaster. You know what I'm saying? For for just a meltdown, and it like I, I'm impressed. Like if 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 I can say anything about this team, I'm impressed. Yeah, I've seen better. Um, Malik Willis, 234 passing yards, zero TDs, three, three interceptions in, in his entire start and his three starts this year. I think we, we obviously need, need a bigger sample size from him, but that's not very encouraging uh, if, if you're a Titans fan because you're, uh, your current quarterback right now, Tannehill, is constantly getting hurt. You have a run first offense who relies on Derrick Henry every time. I, I think the Titans are, uh, I think they're a little screwed. I think Tannehill is out of there, man. He got to be, right? Like, what, when is his contract up? I have no fucking idea. Look that up for us. Kawan and I need to find some random pleb loser who, who, who can come on and be our producer and, and have us like like uh, for, for those that oh, for those that watch the Joe Rogan show, the Joe Rogan podcast. If you do, you're you're a piece of shit. Uh, but but you know that 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 he has that producer named Jamie who who he just asked to look up shit. Me and Kwan need that right now. So so if you want to be a producer on the show, who, who we can just ask to look up stuff and and maybe maybe chime in on once in a while, hit us up on on, on our socials and maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll bring you into the show to be our be our research guy. So I think he got uh one more season until he's a free agent. Oh God. The, yeah, the injury concerns and Ryan Tannehill is not he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback in my opinion. And they got to get the best that they can out of uh, Derrick Henry, you know, because a uh, uh, running back's career is is not the longest. It's like the the shortest in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. They rely on him every fucking time. Like, every th there time. Is there's only so much that a workhorse can do for you until he starts, you know, falling off a little bit. And Derrick Henry is a once-in-a-lifetime type build, but down the line, Derrick Henry will start slowing down based on the workload that he has because it's so much for him. You have problems at quarterback. You, you know that your running back won't be there for too long, and your team is just all over the place. You trade away A.J. Brown. You have no weapons. I think they're in trouble right now in terms of their futures. I think it was last season where uh, Derrick Henry was supposed to be like out for the season and he came back in like two weeks or something. Yeah, with that, with that play like in that. his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking nuts. They that bad? Like that, that yeah. yeah, man. You, yeah, that, that's bad. That's sad. One thing that, that I've seen that's been pissing me off, the Zach Wilson news. There has been conflicting reports about them keeping him and getting rid of him. The Jets GM said that, that they won't shop him in the offseason. Enough of this shit already. He is horrendous. You know damn well that you're not going to keep this guy. He's getting booed by the fans. He got benched on Thursday Night Football for some guy named Strevler, who I actually really liked. I, I, I like that Chris Strevler guy. I thought, he was, I thought he played well. But fucking hell. You know that, that you're not going to keep Zach Wilson. He made two good throws in a combine, and, and, and everyone thought that he was fucking the next fucking Joe Montana. He's a bust. 
Everyone knows it. I knew that this guy w wasn't going to work out. We know enough from what we've seen from him. You keep benching him fucking every goddamn week. Enough is enough already. Robert Salah, you are the coach. This is supposedly your guy. This guy is going to cost you your job if you keep this guy. You need to get rid of him now. Kill the horse right now while, while it's down. Move on and get a new quarterback because this guy is going to cost you your goddamn job. He is a detriment to the team. You see it every every time he comes into the game. They boo him. The team's attitude goes down. They they, they brought in Strevler at Thursday Night Football, and you've seen it. The first play that he had, he, he made that long run, and the team was really hyped up again. Zach Wilson is a cancer to that team. Get rid of him already. You, he was overhyped coming into the draft. Everyone fucking knew it. Everyone saw it, but they, they had a hope for him up until now. And for me, that, that 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 hope is gone now. Get rid of him now while you can, and find find a new quarterback already. Fuck's sake! Enough enough of these conflicting reports. Move what on. What I want to know is what matters. By Zach Wilson being drafted so high, that tells me that that really only the combine matters. But then when you uh, draft a different quarterback like a Deshaun Baker Mayfield, because I don't imagine that Baker Mayfield had the best uh, combine. You know what I'm saying? I think that they were going off of his college heroics and all of that shit. It conflicts the narrative of like which one actually matters because. Zach Wilson, if it like if, if I remember right, he wasn't that highly like talked about before the the combine, and then like you said, he made those two good throws or whatever, however many it was, and all of a sudden he's second overall pick. That shit is insane to me. Zach Wilson is so bad, like that I went. Which I never do. I went back to look at his draft profile. Like I went to look at his highlights and shit. I'm like, bro, he okay. What what am I? Am I missing something? And he was just doing like some trick shots and shit type type thing, like some and one football. And I think that's what you know. What I'm saying that that excited the people or whatever. Because I haven't seen him even come close to being able to make those kind of plays uh, in the NFL. He sucks, man. He sucks. the combine for me is is very overrated in terms of the hype that it gets. You're seeing quarterbacks making these throws and and having these these skill showcases they're, they're doing it with no pressure no no defenders on, on the wide receivers and they're, they're just making these plays if you're good people will know but by, by the time you, 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 get, you get up to the combine if you make one good throw against some random to some fucking random high school fucking receiver who, who's coming in and helping you out your your high school best friend is uh, is coming in to to, to catch uh, passes from you while, while you showcase other coaches zach wilson did the same thing he came in he made two good throws everyone's like oh my god zach wilson underrated he's rising in the draft over two good passes and and, and ended up being the number two pick and then ended up costing them a, a lot of fucking games so if you're if you're robert salah you know Every time you 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 got the QB or or you come in with with a rookie QB, you know that this guy is is a reflection of you. I keep I said I've been saying this for weeks. Your quarterback is a reflection of you, and if he's playing like shit, he's gonna cost you your job. So if you're Robert Salah, if you want to keep your job, get rid of this guy now and find somebody else. That's that's my advice to you. You can look at somebody's like actual work against actual people, you know, on the field for sixty minutes, and then you can like kind of discard that and just worry about what they're doing like in, in a short burst like a 40-yard dash or like what they're doing against cones and shit like that you know what i'm saying like running around cones and beating up dummies <laughs> and tires and shit that shit don't really show you like i don't it's just my opinion do it on a real person how about that yeah yeah like i don't feel like zach wilson would have been that highly 
picked if they would have combined the two, you know what I'm saying? Like like his actual combine and his actual, like what he was doing on the field. Cause he wasn't playing against anybody cause he played it in the, in the pandemic season, if I'm not mistaken. Well, nobody coming to know BYU to play. So he was playing against garbage teams and all of that. And you know, he was doing the shit that he was doing. And then you get to the combine and, and he impresses. And then, oh man, we should, we should draft him right now. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's weird to me. He's, he's more worried about banging hot moms than he is actually winning football games. So get rid of this fucking guy already. A team that did move on, Derek Carr, because Quan and I are watching the Raiders-Niners games, left the team with their permission to avoid being, being a detraction over the final two weeks of the season. Uh, he's thrown a league-leading 14 interceptions, including three Saturday night during a 13-10 loss to the Steelers. So I think that this one is tough for him. Derek Carr has been through a lot with this team. Obviously, he, he went through that whole thing with the uh, with, with the Raiders last year with John Gruden and that whole uh, email leaks that went down. Uh, their defense is ass, which has not really helped out Derek Carr. But then again, if you're throwing a league-leading 14 interceptions on the year, you're obviously going to get most of the blame based on that because you're turnover prone. But I don't know what team out that would actually bring in this guy and actually trade for him. Carolina, maybe? I would say Houston, Carolina, probably. Pittsburgh. I don't think Tom Brady is going to be in Tampa Bay next year. So maybe uh, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Uh, it's a lot of teams that could use him because, I mean, he's he's serviceable. Um, I don't I don't think he's like, you know, the, the worst quarterback ever. He's gotten just bad breaks, man. Like his defense has never been good. He has never had a good defense where he could, you know what I'm saying, depend on them. And, and throwing those interceptions certainly don't help if you're putting them back on the field, you know what I'm saying? So he's had a real bad go at it. I think that if they get rid of Derek Carr, then they're going to have a bigger problem because Devontae Adams ain't going to want to stay there. Uh, they, they will basically have to rebuild, in my opinion, like just, just, like, just build it from scratch. Blow it up. Yeah. I thought that this year was a big break for them in, t in terms of getting Devontae Adams. But then again, bringing in Josh McDaniels and his track record of not being a great head coach didn't really help Derek Carr this year in terms of his play, in terms of being put in, in the best situation to succeed. Like I said, if you're a quarterback, you, you need to be put in position to succeed. We've seen what you've seen with Tom Brady this year. You know, it, it, things are changing. And it's, it's been a, a bit iffy for him. But same thing with Derek Carr. You, you, you got Josh Jacobs, who, who, who's probably leaving in the offseason. You got you got Devontae right now, who's not happy with the team, obviously. If, if he's being thrown passes by fucking Jared Stidham, uh, I wouldn't be happy at all. Uh, and then you got Derek Carr, who, who probably will get traded this year. So if, if you're going to trade Derek Carr, I would just say, do yourself a favor. Blow it all up rebuild you're gonna lose your quarterback your top running back and probably your wide receiver via trade just move on blow it all up and start from scratch the eagles had a chance to win and get the top seed this week they lost to the fucking saints because i kept saying this and because because michael was saying it a couple, couple months ago he said that if you replace jalen hurts with gardner Minshew. That, that the Eagles will get the same success and same results. Obviously fucking not. The Jalen Hurts injury has hurt the Eagles tremendously. And Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew are totally different players and bring different things to the table and you, we saw that this week so obviously they are missing their quarterback clearly he was he was an I, he was a top mvp candidate until until he got hurt that would probably go to Mahomes. now that uh, jalen hurts got hurt which is unfortunate because I, I think jalen deserves it but you know sometimes not, not everything works out for you but you see it here with the eagles garner Minshew is not Jalen Hurts. He's not, not, the not the same type of player. And obviously Jalen Hurts' legs and, and, and his ability to get out and rush and, you know, run and use his own legs to extend plays is obviously what they're missing from this team in terms of their offense. Their defense is really good. They have, they have like four plus players with 10 plus sacks this year. They're a really good team. But obviously for those that, that, that we're saying for weeks now, 
Garner Minshew will be fine. You know, Garner Mania, because he was he was going to the fucking Jaguars for like four weeks. They're not the same type of player. And yeah. it's now it's you can see it right now it's costing them games. You could tell how much the, the offense is built around Jalen. Like when you know that Gardner Minshew is coming in, like you you game plan with him, you know, you game plan for him. You you take the, the specified Jalen plays out, you put some specified Gardner uh plays in, but you can just tell that like it, it's just it's a completely different team. And this shows that Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. That's what this shows yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like that he was able to to do what he did, get him undefeated for what, 10 games, 11 games? I think it was 12. To get them like in the position that they're in and then Gardner Minshew losing his last, his, his first two games with, uh, you know, starting, you could just tell like it's Jalen Hurts is, is is who they say he is. If you're not playing in, in the college football playoffs, the bowl games are fucking meaningless. So I don't give a fuck about the bowl games. Nobody I disagree. Cares. You, really, you do? Yeah. They don't mean shit. You're not playing for anything. Who gives a fuck? Okay, for one, it shows how you play against a completely different conference, like like an upper team in a different conference and a different type of defense, a different type of like environment on a neutral field. You know, it, it shows a lot. Not when you're getting blown out, though. Yeah. Alabama fucking blew that team out. Yeah, not, not when you, I'm, I'm saying more so for like, not even necessarily, not specifically for the winning team, but I, I think that it shows how well you do or don't play against these, like the top competition from a different conference from a completely different background you know this was the first time alabama has ever played kansas state i mean you get to see shit like that and and like that that 335 defense which they don't play in the sec is way different you know it and and you could tell like in the beginning when it was 10-0 like alabama could not get his footing and and then you know once they did you know it all hell broke loose <laughs> it was over yeah, yeah. i think that bowl games show a lot like it's like the the higher tier it don't bowl show games. me shit i'm gonna be honest it didn't it didn't show me nothing at least the higher tier bowl games like the new year's six i feel like the people should play in those games i feel like people should like be willing to watch those games you can i don't feel like it would hurt your draft stock at all you know um i, I think it will only help especially if you go out there and you play like you know you can play i don't i don't see how it hurts especially in recent years now we've, we've seen a lot of players opt out of the bowl games and not even play because they know these games don't mean shit if you're bama you're playing in the SEC. That is the top division in football. And you go play against Kansas State. It doesn't mean anything. Yes, yes, it does show how you play against different teams that, that you never play against. But they're, they're playing in a lesser division. They're playing in a lesser conference. And Bama is playing every every week in the SEC. And they're playing against SEC teams. And they're rolling out. And you've seen it yesterday with Bryce Young. Quan said it, 10-0. They were a little iffy. But then after that, Bryce got his footing, five TDs, and obviously he will, he will be in the NFL next year. I mean, uh, hopefully he's hopefully he'll be all right though. We got a we got a, a SEC and a Big Twelve team in the championship. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just I mean. I don't know, man. I, I, I am so already fucking Stetson Bennett fans in this fucking oh. this college football playoff. Yesterday, they, they were showing it yesterday. It said, uh, I was watching the game, it said, welcome to the college football semifinals. I'm like, there, there wasn't even fucking a quarterfinal. So so how can we be a fucking semifinal? It is technically Just say the, the college football playoffs. Like, what the fuck? It is the semifinal, though. It is the semifinal. I can't wait until it's 12 teams. Oh, man, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I can't wait. This four-team th thing is fucking bullshit. And listen, if, if you're Ohio State's kicker, transfer. You, you you cannot come back to that fucking team. If if I, if I was the coach for Ohio State, I would leave that motherfucker out, outside on the street. What a bum. Holy shit. I, I would have been fucking furious. I can't believe he missed it. Um, And he was like money all season, you know? Um, it was shanked. Yeah. Holy fuck. Man, that was, that was it was bad. I can't believe he missed that, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is doing well. Fuck that guy for us all. But I keep saying this every week. 
A team should get an, an opportunity once a year to just get in the locker room, pick one player who's played like shit or, or, they're, or they're pissed off at, and everyone should get a free shot to just beat the fuck out of them and say, <laughs> you costed us the game, you're fucking, <laughs> you're fucking horrendous. I said it right now. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was telling my brother last night. I said, listen. If if I was the captain of Ohio State at, at, after after their game last night and losing in, in the in the playoffs, I would I would say, listen everybody, invite the kicker to, to the locker room last, and then, and then we'll just beat the fuck out of this guy because this guy costed us a fucking game. He was horrendous. You have one job. You are a kicker. You you kick off. You you punt sometimes and you kick fucking field goals and fucking extra points. That's not you fair. One guy at that fucking job. Georgia had a had a two point conversion that that Ohio State could have stopped. Uh, Ohio State was up. 14 at one point like i mean you know and and i like ohio state i i, I love ohio state actually um I'm an Ohio State fan as well, you know, like that they, they they didn't finish as much hype as they had going into the half, going into the fourth quarter. I mean, they they just they did not finish, man. They did not finish. And you can't blame nobody. I mean, it, it shouldn't have came it shouldn't have come down to the field goal kicker, you know? I take it back about saying that he was doing well. The team is doing well. Aaron Rodgers is not he's four for nine with twenty eight yards. <laughs> This guy constantly sucking off Aaron Rodgers, and of course he's not fucking playing well. Four for nine for twenty-eight yards. He said Aaron Rodgers is fucking playing well. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that, shit that shit is awful. I wouldn't even want my picture. Aaron Rodgers is playing days. well. Yeah, I'm putting that shit on, on the show as well. Fucking hell! That 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 that's gonna be our, our episode promo. <laughs> Four for nine for twenty-eight yards. That's, that's a guy I hate too, Randall Cobb. Oh my god, that guy is just constantly sucking Aaron Rodgers off for a job. Like he is so that. old. Like, and uh, how old is Randall Cobb? Like for real, for real. Randall Cobb, Cliff Kingsbury, Nathaniel Hackett should all be working at Burger King, flipping burgers and, and handing me a fucking large fry. I didn't realize Randall Cobb was like as as old as he was until I listened to uh, Aaron Rodgers talking about the only time somebody had ran back a, a kickoff was randall cobb in 2011 i was like jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> jesus fucking christ how old is he actually 32 really get the hell out of here there's no way randall cobb's 32 years old there's no fucking way he's gotta be at least 37 that can't be correct 11 years ago he would have been 21 it makes sense was he a rookie you know what? Let's do it right now. The draft game. 2011 NFL draft. Fuck it. Let's go right now. All right. Let's see. Look it up. We'll do it for the NBA too. Fuck it. Why not? We, I, I forgot we haven't done that in a long time. Randall Cobb was born in 1990. That I find that to be impossible. That can't be right. That can't be correct. There is no way he, he's got to be at least 34 plus. I, I, I don't believe that for one, but that, that can't be correct. You're, 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 is, is that the right Randall Cobb? Right. I, is there another one? I, ooh, number one. Cam Newton, Von Miller, Marcel Darius, number three, AJ Green, number four. This was a hell of a draft. Uh, number five, Patrick Peterson, number six, Julio Jones. Oh, wow. Damn. Holy shit. <laughs> number seven, Alden uh, Smith, number eight, Jake Locker. I remember everybody pumping this motherfucker up. He was supposed to be the man. Cowboys uh, at number nine, Tyron Smith, Blaine Gabbert at number 10. Oh, my Lord. By who? The Jaguars. Jesus Christ. Um, number eleven, JJ Watt, Hall of Famer, for sure, for sure. Fucking attention whore who, who just announces his fucking retirement like like he's fucking Lou Gehrig at the goddamn stadium and shit. Get over yourself, JJ Watt. You suck. I mean, he he's a he's a Hall of Famer. Like he's one of the greatest defensive players of all time. He deserves it. Glad you retired, pussy. Wow. Um, Christian Ponder, number twelve. Uh, oh, Nick Fairley. I remember him. The Rams picked Robert Quinn. Excellent pick. Great player. Currently on the Eagles. Unfortunately. Bear, tra traded from the Bears this year. Fucking idiots. Oh, God. Mike Pouncey. 
number 15. I remember him from Florida oh, wow. as well. This is, this is a great yeah, draft. This is nuts. This is fucking insane. I, 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 was, not expect, I was not expecting this at all. <laughs> uh, not a lot more um, noticeable uh, picks in this that is round. This Bums. No. Okay, I got to see when Randall Cobb was drafted now because I didn't see his name yeah, at all. Yeah, please check that shit because this, this, this is ridiculous. There's no way Randall Cobb is 32 years old. I, can't, I, don't, I don't believe that for one bit. Every, you know, sports show that I watch, they, they act like Randall Cobb's some, like, 40-year-old man like, who's just fucking, who's, who's almost on, you know, government aid. Like, what the fuck's going did, on here? I guess I skipped over him because it was that draft. Oh, my. This dude is, he's faking the paperwork for his age. I guarantee it. There's no fucking way. 1990. Him being three years older than me is fucking. More like 1890. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know damn this man ain't no fucking 32 years old. I feel like I'm thinking about somebody else because I ain't no way in hell. I'm telling you, man. man. There there has to be some random, random cob from in the NFL right now who who just got drafted that uh, a couple years ago. There's no way he's 32 years old because every time somebody talks about Randall Cobb the past couple years, they're like, oh, yeah. Veteran guy who who's getting up there in age. That, that like Ron Cobb's like some forty year old man. I he cannot be thirty two years. Number sixty four pick. Sixty four. Yeah, number sixty four pick. Wow. I don't believe that for one fucking second. I did thirty two. I would have never. Crazy. Bro. Wow. I would have never got. I would have said at least thirty four. This is very shocking news yeah. to me. This this is almost <laughs> a, this is the most shocking thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah, this is wow. This, <laughs> this is, is wow. A, a top moment. A top moment of, of TGQ podcast where, where we just found out that Randall Cobb is thirty two years old. I don't believe that for one fucking second. Whatever. All right, now, uh, just to get it out of the way, 2011 NBA draft. Number one, the motherfucking man, guaranteed Hall of Famer, Kyrie Irving. Number two, Derek Williams. Number three, Ennis Cantor. I did not know he went that high. Wow. (laughs) I did not know that either. Holy shit. Actually, Ennis Freedom now, but that is just ridiculous. What a waste of a fucking pick that was. Holy shit. And he was drafted by the Jazz uh, and that, that was apparently a pick that they got from New Jersey at the time. Number four, oh, Tristan Thompson, NBA champion. Another waste. <laughs> waste of life uh, and waste of, uh, waste of sperm. Number five, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, another NBA champion. What the fuck is this draft? I don't know how to say this guy's name. Uh, Jan Vaselli. Yeah, he's 32 now. Uh, he last played for the Nuggets in 2014, and now he's with FC Barcelona. Playing in fucking Spain, please. Playing for the Guangdong Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bismack Biombo. I didn't know he went back. That I didn't know that that was his draft. Wow. I thought he got drafted a lot. It, it, it was by recently. it was by uh, Charlotte by the Bobcats. Yeah, he got traded to Charlotte. Yep. Brandon Knight, number eight. Rest in peace. Brandon Knight, <laughs> he got destroyed yeah. by yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Remember that? Yeah. Kimball Walker, number nine. Jimmer Fredette. Um, let me tell you something. When Jimmer Fredette was in college, I think I voted like you know how you can do the fan the fan vote for the player of the year or whatever. I voted like a hundred and thirty two times for Jimmer Fredette. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, I sent that text. I don't know how many times, bro. I used to love Jimmer Fredette. I didn't understand why it didn't work out. And if Jimmer Fredette played for the Bulls, and there there was a good spanning games where he was dropping like twenty five plus points. He was a sniper. Clay Thompson, number eleven. Kawhi, number fifteen. By the Pacers, yes, I remember that. He got traded for George Hill, right? I think so. Yikes. Uh, yeah, horrendous. Uh, Vucevic with number 16. Vucevic, what the fuck, man? Hit a three for the Bulls, for fuck's sake. God damn. He's 32 as well. Everybody 32 now. I'm 32. Uh, Iman Shumpert, number 17. <laughs> Tobias Harris, number 19. 
Oh, number 22, Kenneth Faree. Remember when everybody was calling him ah, the, the Manimal or yes. some shit like that? Oh, Norris Cole was in this draft class. Another bomb. NBA champion. You can't just say NBA champion and then fucking say Norris Cole. Like, come on. Of he course is. he's a fucking NBA champion. He played with fucking LeBron. He is. He's an NBA champion. And nothing to do with that championship. If they had a fucking, if they had me on that team, they, they, they would have won the same fucking year. Actually, Norris Cole. my fault. Two, two-time NBA champion. I'm sorry. And they had nothing to do with that team besides get LeBron water. Uh, that brings us to our to our sponsor, SeatGeek. Uh, for those that don't know what SeatGeek is, SeatGeek is an app that helps you buy and sell tickets in the most helpful way on your phone. Download the app, you sign in, it automatically shows you available events in your area. So whether it's a sports game, it's a concert, it's a comedy show, doesn't matter. They have it all. So the best thing about it is it will show you the best deals for you. Green being a good deal, yellow being an okay deal, and then red being a bad deal. It also will rate the deal from one through 10 to give you the best deal possible. SeatGeek also allows you to uh, sell your tickets as well. So if you buy a ticket and you end up not being able to go to the event, you, you can sell the ticket on the app. Promo code GQUAD for $20 off your first purchase. So thank you for SeatGeek for sponsoring us. Speaking of players that pissed me off, James Harden. Now this report right here is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. And, and this, this happened last week that Quan and I missed. Report came out from Wode saying that James Harden is seriously considering a return to the Houston Rockets in free agency in this July if he decides against a new deal with the with the 76ers, according to sources telling ESPN. Harden and his inner circle have been openly weighing Houston in recent weeks and months, sources said. A remarkable possibility given that he requested and received a trade out of the franchise less than two years ago where did that come from for him to say he don't know where you know where, where it came from like i seriously doubt that Wolves would just make that up that's a very very random shit to to make up you know what i'm saying considering the rockets suck and if you go there like it's not like it's not built for success even then you know what i'm saying like and ain't nobody gonna follow you there i don't understand like Woj wouldn't make that up, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. That's a weird scenario. I don't know why you would even consider going back because that's going to be hell. And you, you're in a good situation with Philly, man. Like, y'all may be like a piece or two away from like a true championship squad. And I don't understand why that, why you would even let that leak or <laughs> however the information got out. And for you to just say, hey, yeah, I don't know where, where it came from. I don't know who said that. This guy requests a trade out of Houston to go to Brooklyn. A year later, then requests a trade to leave the Brooklyn Nets to go to Philadelphia and is not thinking about going back to Houston. What in the hell are you doing? The, the three guys that I would never follow anywhere, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James fucking Harden. I don't know what's going on with Harden. Maybe he feels the pressure of being like, hey, I'm the top dog here in Philadelphia along with Embiid and they're counting on me to, to bring a championship here. Maybe he has no interest in, in being that, that type of guy or that type of player. Maybe he wants to go to a team that has no future at all. I'm going to say no future at all, but a team that, that's not really in contention at that moment to take that pressure off of him to actually deliver. And maybe that's why he wants to go back to Houston because he's comfortable there. But why leave in the first place if you wanted to go back there after all this? I don't understand what he's doing. You left Houston, went to Brooklyn, then went to Philadelphia. You, signed, you, you took a pay cut in Philadelphia this year to get better players on the squad. It happened for you. And now you're saying, oh, yeah, I want to leave. They built you the Houston Rockets in Philadelphia. You got P.J. Tucker. You got a bunch of former Rockets guys. You have your, your, your former Rockets GM in that squad. You're playing for the Rockets, but the, the, the name is just Philadelphia 76ers with, with Joel Embiid. Yeah, you're and playing for Houston right now, James. Like, what are you doing? D'Antoni ain't walking back through that door. 
You exactly. Know, we we're in the era like with us being in the uh, social media era. We are in the era of unfortunate narratives for players' careers. And when when it comes to that, I, I can think of four players off top. I can think of LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. With LeBron, whatever narrative the people come up with for him for his career is going to be some some negative shit. They're going to figure out a way to, to to tear him down. It's just the the way that's the the law of the land with LeBron. With KD, it's going to be was never a leader. Kind of went to the beat of his own drum, but but you know the request and the trade that that don't help with Kyrie. I mean, you know that's the most ambiguous narrative that that there could be for an NBA player in my day, like ever. And then James Harden, man, keep he hops hops. Hops, 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 hops from team to team. He won his way out. And then I'm not even bringing that up. If, if if I'm thinking about going back to the Rockets at all, I'm not bringing that up to anybody in my close circle. Like, I'm not I'm not letting y'all niggas know nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm keeping that to myself. Because I don't know what's, what's attractive about the Rockets to him. That would really show me that he only did it for, for money and never, ever, ever wanted to actually win. Like if if he was to go back to the Rockets or to even I don't know man that, that's just that's a weird ass narrative. I would be able to understand if he said like going back to the Nets, you know that 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 would be understandable. Like oh they they finally got to figure it out over there, you know what I'm saying? We 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 burnt that bridge maybe, but you know maybe we could repair it or something like that. But the Rockets, are you nuts? So fucking weird. Quan said that uh, nobody will follow James Harden free agency. The top free agents next year are Westbrook. You play with him in Houston already. That shit didn't work out. Chris Middleton, player option next year. I doubt he declines that. He's going to pay 35.5 mil. He's not getting that anywhere else. He's 31 years old. James Harden, obviously, player option. He's, he's going to decline it. And then you got Mr. Kyrie Irving. You play with him. He hated you. He, he doesn't want to follow your ass there. Porzingis, that's not even a question. Kevin Love, D'Angelo Russell, Vucevic, Draymond Green, Van Fleet, Harrison Barnes, Jeremy Grant, Miles Turner, Bogdan Bajanovic, Karis LeVert, Gary Trent, Malik Beasley, Will Barton, Derrick Rose, Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Patrick Beverly, you already played with him. That didn't work out. This whole list here, I mean, why the hell would you want to go back to Houston? They're they're rebuilding. Why, why would they want to go out and stymie that rebuild by bring, bringing you back, knowing that all the attention will be on you instead of their young guys, and those young guys won't, won't have room, room to develop? Ain't none of them motherfuckers helping you win a, a championship. I don't know where your ambition lies, but if you were to go back to Houston, that would show me. That would show me a lot more than than what I know now. I mean, Quan, if, if, if we're sitting here and we're being realistic, you need at least two more stars. I'm going to be honest. But with the team that Houston has now, you need two more stars at least. Nobody on this list here wants to play with you or even likes you. Westbrook tried to play with you. He hated you. That didn't work out. Chris Middleton, player option, like I said. And then, and then the rest is just you and Kyrie Irving. Why the fuck, he, why the fuck would he want to come and play with you if, if, it, if it didn't work out already? And the rest of it, Kevin Love, D'Angelo Russell, once again. Most of these are guards or centers that, that are not, you know, top two quality talent in terms of the, the talent that you need. Two superstars or two more stars. I'm not saying I'm not saying guys that are stars on this list. And Raymond Green, I guarantee you, he's not going to be fucking, he's, he's not helping your ass out in Houston. So this is the weirdest shot I've ever seen in my life. To request a trade from a team, get traded to a different team, then, then request a trade again to leave that team to go to another team. If you think about when he first got to Philly and he had his press conferences and all of that, and he was saying, he was like, yeah, this was the place I I actually had my eye on, you know, but we went to uh, Brooklyn. So, you know, I, I want to be here, this, that, and the third. And then 
to to say that and then however that shit got out because i do believe it i I don't believe that that's just made up i would believe it if somebody was like oh um russ next year is going back to okc and james harden is probably going back to okc too james harden is considering going back to okc too i would believe it if it says some shit like that but like or i I would believe that it was made up if it was some shit like that because that's just i mean come on that, that shit not working out at okc but houston like that that sounds like some shit like i I think maybe you like the city of Houston and, and you know, like it's, it's other things outside of basketball that would attract you to Houston. He's comfortable. He's used to it. That's, that's what it, that's probably what it is. But then again, if this is about money, could this possibly attack that to say of to, he probably leaked it on purpose to, to possibly get Philadelphia Warrior to be like, hey, if this guy is, is leaving to Houston, let's give him a big offer to get him to stay. I understand the, the card that you plan, you know, if, if that is your card that you plan to, to get you know, more money from Philly or whatever. But if I'm the GM or whoever is signing the checks at Philly in Philly and I and the narrative about James Harden is that he's thinking about going back to Houston, I would just say, you want to go back to Houston? Be my guest. 32 years old or however the fuck he is. I don't know. What is he, 33? I, I think early 30s, 30, 30. Whatever the fuck. 30, 30, everyone nowadays is either 32 or 33 years old apparently right? in, 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 in the United States <laughs> of America. standard who age plays now. Yeah, who plays sports now? My he's first, 33. My first song. Fuck. We have sound here of, of someone who's been held hostage by, by the Houston Rockets this entire year for a couple years. Now, Eric Gordon, uh, who, cl- who clearly wants to be traded from this team for, by the trade deadline. Uh, we have some sound here of him describing the team this year. Uh, let's see if we can play this. Are you seeing the improvement that you thought you would see when the season started? There's no improvement. <laughs> oh, whoa, what is this? Hold on, hold on. What is going on here? I don't know what the fuck that was. That was not included in, in the audio. Apologies. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Some dubstep shit. That? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. It was about to be a song. There's no wow, improvement. Yeah, apologies for that. I don't know what the fuck that was. That's probably copyrighted music as well. We're, we're going to have to cut that shit out. That's good. That's good the fuck out of me. I was, like, what the, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Speaking of crazy shit, did you see the Pistons and Magic fight? Yeah. I've seen plenty of NBA fights in my day. I have never seen a dude get knocked out on the court before in my life. Holy shit. Mo Wagner got the work from Killian Hayes. Hit him right in the fucking back of the head, and that motherfucker was out cold. I did not expect that at all. It didn't it didn't seem like a hard punch. It didn't it seem it like didn't he, seem like he like hit him he at hit all. Him, like he just hit him in the right spot. Like yeah, it seemed, it looked like from from the angle, it looked like it brushed him. You know, it did, but, yeah, but yeah. He he apparently got him in the right spot and and that man was sleeping over there. Listen to this though. Killian Hayes, three games suspended for that. Mo Wagner, you got two games for, for getting knocked the fuck out. Diallo got one game, and, and then everyone else got one game. Uh, Cole Anthony, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr., RJ Hampton, Gary Harris, Kevon Harris, Fran, uh, Franz Wagner, and Admiral Schofield, who's a fucking beast, all got one game suspensions. That is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Do you think that that suspension was was, was justified? Was the, no, no, it was justified, obviously, but do you think that it was like the proper term oh the, the in, in terms of the games like i said i have never seen a guy get knocked the fuck out in an, in an nba game in a fight this uh, this of course wasn't detroit M- malice at the palace number two i, I don't know who, what what the first suspension terms were for uh for, for malice at the palace one i'm gonna be honest this was not the same extent of the mass at the palace yeah, one you, for sure guys were not fucking fighting fucking fans in the stands that they weren't doing fist fights this guy just got cheap shot in the back of the head and got knocked out then there was a little tussle three games i thought that was good enough maybe five i think I, that may have been a stretch I, I, that was good enough for me but but the I two think, games were getting knocked out i think i thought that was a little little weird 
he i mean he he is the one that initiated it because he yeah. shouldn't have pushed him when he was on his way to the uh to the ball or whatever he shouldn't have did that that was stupid um, mo wagner so, hall of fame instigator that guy because i think people got 10 games suspensions for malice at the palace i, I think it might have been stephen jackson ron artest that got the entire year suspended if i was not if i'm not mistaken look, look that up because I, I i watched that uh for those that don't uh for those that have netflix actually go on there and, and there's a uh Mass of the Past documentary where the where the, where the policeman came, came up to Reggie Miller and tried to mace him like because he thought he was a fan because <laughs> he was wearing a suit because he was injured and, and then Steven Jackson goes how do you not know that Reg, Reggie Miller is on the Pacers like come on man yeah. that's the craziest show I've ever seen Reggie in my life. fucking Miller dog one of the greatest shoes <laughs> to ever do it and and then they they uh, they, they brought the, the police officer to interview him there he was like yeah I had no idea that, that was Reggie Miller I'm like really dude come on I, I know Reggie okay. Miller from a mile away. Damn, I, I was way wrong. Nobody got 10 games. It was either one game, five games. Or six. Okay, Ron Dartes got the remainder of the season. <laughs> yeah. Steven Jackson got 30 games. Jermaine right. O'Neal got 15. Oh, and he got that reduced from 25 on appeal. Uh, ben Wallace got six games. Reggie Miller got one game. Chauncey Billis got one game. <laughs> Pretty much it. Uh, David Harrison, who I don't know. I don't even know why they listed him if, if he didn't get any games. Reggie Miller he, won a game for being on the court in a suit. Yeah, um, Three close. He, he got no games, David Harrison. That's just, okay, yeah, I don't think anybody should get suspended for the rest of the season or anything like that, but I I just think that three games doesn't really send the, the right message to, you know, to the rest of the league that, hey, like, y'all fucking up, like, don't do not do this, you know? Like, if, if I can punch it, somebody it, it, and knock them out and only get three games, I'm not tripping. It was Ron Artest's fault because, if, if remember, he was on the scores table and, and nothing was happening. Like, everything was calm. Some fucking fan threw a drink at him and he went up in the stands to go fight them, and then Steven Jackson went up into the stands yeah. all together to go back him up. So, so if Ron Artest would would have just sat there the entire time, I guarantee you it would have just been normal. Like there would there would have been maybe two games, five games suspension, like like they, like like that happened. The same thing happened with Jermaine O'Neal, twenty five games. Him, O'Neal, and Steven Jackson were the one fucking fist fighting the fans in the stands. Now, that's when they got, they got that's why they got suspended it brings us to our second sponsor of the week bet us now bet us is the best legal online sports book they allow you to bet on it all nfl nba nhl soccer golf mma horse racing and nascar both men and women's bas college basketball college football and even the canadian football league they have their own sports book they have their own race book and even if you don't want to bet on sports and you just want to gamble with your money they also have an online casino now they also have the fastest payouts and get you your money in less than three to five days they have a fast and easy deposit and withdrawal process 24 7 personalized services live wagering on all major games and to top it off if you use promo code the g quad you can get 125 percent off on a sign up bonus when, when you click on the link in the description and sign up today at bet us so the luca trey young trade because apparently trey young has now requested a, 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 wants to leave the fucking hawks this trade right here in my opinion is one of the worst trades in terms of the hawks or in nba history of, of a missing out on a great player the mavs trade for luca the hawks get trey young in return in a 2019 first round pick uh which ended up being cam reddish who is now on the knicks where they traded away uh, who won that trade dallas yeah, I don't, I don't even think it's close. Yeah, no question. The thing is, though, like that's that's one of the biggest what ifs for me. Because what if Trey Young was on was in Dallas, and what if Luca was in Atlanta? Like, what yeah. what what would be the same? What would be different? That's a bigger what if for me than than I think that I can think of. Because any other time you see people get traded and all that, like Kobe, for instance, uh, what would he have been? Uh, he got drafted by Charlotte, right? Charlotte, yeah. 
Yeah, um, you know that that's a what if, but I don't think it's as as big of a what if as um this because Trey Young is a great player. Luca is a, I mean, is an amazing player, even um, better player. They're, yeah. not, they're not even on the same level. And neither one of them are, are like nobody is accusing either one of them of being great defensive players. So yeah. you flip them like what what changes and what stays the same. I, I'm that, that's that's just a curious curious. Like we will always be wondering what if, in my opinion, with that with that situation. But I do, do think that Dallas won a Trey overall. I think that Luca has a higher ceiling than Trey. And I don't know if, if I can see Trey Young like getting to a level that Luca was at, you know, let alone getting to his level like now, getting to his yeah. current levels. For me, this trade's not even fucking close. The the Mavs robbed the, the Hawks. And I feel like at the time, nobody was really talking about it because I felt like it fit both teams for, for what they needed at, at that point. Mm -hmm. But put Luka on the Hawks and then put Trey Young on the Mavericks. Trey Young, in my opinion, has a way better team than Luka and, and the Mavericks in terms of the pieces that they have. They got John Collins, Clint Capella too. They got DeAndre Hunter. They had Cam Reddish. I feel like given what Luca has right now in Dallas, you know, it, without him, they're fucked. Like, if Luca leaves, they're down by 30 fucking points. Like once Luca sells off the court, they're down 30 fucking points. Like it's not even close. And I feel like Luca would succeed more with with the guy like John Constantly as number two guy, because Luca really doesn't have that right now in Dallas. He has Christian Wood, he has Dan Woody, he has all those other guys. But he, he doesn't really have that number two guy. I feel like Luca would succeed a lot better in, in Atlanta. But but he has obviously thrived on his own in terms of being an individual player in in uh, in Dallas. But I felt like this trade isn't isn't even close in terms of saying who won this trade and who lost this trade. Dallas really Dallas obviously won and Trey and and Trey Young and the Hawks obviously lost because obviously Dallas still has Luca and the Hawks are, are are in jeopardy of losing Trey Young. Okay, for me, I think that two things could be true. I think that Dallas won this trade, but Atlanta didn't lose the trade. I mean, like I said, they, they got to the conference finals, right? Conference finals, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that we would have foreseen that, you know, with any other player besides Luca, of course. And another thing, another curious thing, Luca's usage. Because both coaches that he's had use him up, like, on, on the court. Like, he is doing everything offensively. And I, and I can't help but to imagine that with it being two different coaches, two different schemes, two different systems, if he was, you know, under another coach, how like how do we know that they wouldn't have you know been using him the same the exact yeah. same way and so his usage is is just is questionable to say the least i don't like in atlanta if he was getting used up like that i don't know man i don't know i don't know in atlanta with those weapons he had capella he had john collins he had deandre hunter cam reddish i feel like his usage will go down a lot more since he's not having to be that number one guy on that team all a the lot time. though uh i think a lot more i wouldn't say i wouldn't say a lot but i'd say significantly it, it, it okay. will be a clear difference between Dallas and Atlanta because you have a John Collins, you have a Clint Capella who can get out there and catch lobs and shit like that, and a, and a guy like DeAndre Hunter who will give you 16 points a game. Cam Reddish, if he if he wasn't you know succeeding on because obviously he, he wasn't a fit for them, they ended up trading him. But I feel like if he would have flourished in that role like he did at Duke, I feel like it would have been a lot better for Luca to go out and distribute and, and be more of, of a passer in terms of a, in terms of a score first guy that he has to be in Dallas. But if if they, if they went to the Eastern Conference Finals with Luca, I think it would have been a whole different story. But Trey Young is still out there dropping twenty seven and 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 six. He's not a bum, but he's just not fitting with that team right now and not meshing with them. And and he's obviously falling off a little bit than he did last year. And uh, with Trey Young, man, his size is is always going to be a question mark, a big question mark. And size even is, though is, is lack of defense too. 
it, yeah, even though neither one of them are are like known for their defense, at least Luca is a big body that yeah. you know that you know I would trust him if if I had a blindfold on, I would trust Luca on defense more than I did Trey Young, you know, just because yeah. for the size alone. So there is that too. If Trey Young was playing defense, was playing good defense or whatever, it, it would be way different, like with his scoring. Like at it, you know, that that would impact his scoring significantly. Um, where with Luca, like I said, with his size and all of that, I don't think that if he was, you know, playing good to uh, decent to good defense, I don't think that it would be as big of a deal. All right, here we go. The main event that everyone's here to see: the LeBron debates. Here we go. I guess Quan brought up during the beginning of the show. Let's uh, let's get ready for the LeBron debates. Here we go. This is what everyone wants to see. This is what everyone loves to see. Me and Quan argue about LeBron James. We both got a lot to say. Uh, so here we go. First one, we got Mark Stein reported that family reasons and location were the true driving forces that prompted LeBron James to leave Cleveland. Those are believed to be the same forces that, that will keep him from urging LA to ship him somewhere else that has an actual chance at a ring number five. Because I, I questioned him signing that extension so quickly. So I figured that they must have had like some kind of conversations where it was like, okay, if, if I sign this, are we going to be sure to, you know, make, are we going to make sure that, that I'm taken care of as far as like the players, the pieces that I need to succeed, to, to be able to compete for championships and, and things like that. And I think that they told him yes. And I think that based off of the early season woes, or whatever and the fact like the 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 story that was out there was that they were gonna wait until thanksgiving to in order to make any kind of moves and we're past yeah well past that them like kind of kind of holding steady like if you see where lebron is is getting like 30 points and shit like that like like on the streak of, of 30 point games and all of that and they're still not winning. You know, the emergency button needs to be hit because the way that Anthony Davis was playing and the way that LeBron is still playing, still able to play, you know, if, if they get some help, they can be all right, you know? And so it's just a, a, a lack of, of awareness, uh, a lack of competence um, with Rob Palenka and with uh, Jeannie. I just, I don't understand how they don't, or it, it just seems like they're not holding up their end of the deal. Uh, and, and again, I don't know what deal, was and wasn't proposed i just know that i don't think lebron would have signed that that extension so quickly had it not been for as far as location and things like that he could have been in with been with the clippers or been with the warriors or you know somebody like that if if you know if he was going like i can go over there and win championships easily you know um so i need for y'all to let me know for sure like as, before i sign this paper that y'all are gonna make sure that we we good that we taking care of that we can win that we're gonna be put in the position to win championship and i think that 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 was told and i think that they're not holding up their end of the deal and i also don't think that lebron want to keep moving his family all around you know they, they're growing up i can't even imagine how many uh different schools that Bronny went to and bryce i don't know how old zuri is so maybe she hadn't like maybe she only been in like one or two schools or something like that but it's, it's worse than the military the amount of time that they've been you know moving and all of that so i i imagine that he wanted to you know find him a spot and stay there and if he were to leave the lakers i would imagine that the family would still stay in la so he would have to find a home like you 
know, by himself or move the family in like intermittently and shit like that. So yeah, I, I don't think anybody want to do that. Is that like LeBron's family is living in some fucking shack or some shit where, where they're constantly fucking moving around different home to home? I, I don't feel bad for LeBron's kids at all. First of all, you're oh I'm sorry, you're moving from your mansion in Cleveland to your mansion in Miami. I'm sorry, to, I, said, oh, I, I feel so bad. bad for you just like, but with with kids and growing up and things like that, like when you moving them away from friends and and shit like that, that shit can't really. Oh, like, sorry about the friends. You're 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 moving. Okay. To, your dad's a billionaire. Right. Shut the fuck up, okay? I don't All give a fuck. Right. You're, you're going to a, a school that that costs a hundred k a fucking year to, to to fucking attend. First of all, it costs more than some people's fucking uh, salaries to fucking attend that school. You're doing just fine. You got a bunch of your friends. You have no real friends. Your, your friends are Carmelo's fucking sons and Chris Paul's fucking sons. Get the fuck out of here. No one likes you. You have no real friends. NBA Insider predicted that the Lakers will trade LeBron James this offseason. Uh, and then LeBron had, had this to say about his future. Uh, I don't want to finish my career playing at this level from a team aspect. I still want to compete for championships because I know that I I know what I still can bring to any ball club that has the right pieces. Uh, and then he did the most coward thing of all time. He deleted this tweet that, that he posted during the NBA playoffs last year that, that said, I can slash will not miss the postseason again for my career. This shit hurt. Okay, back to watching these games. And that tweet was then deleted just, just a couple weeks ago uh, after he posted that last year. Obviously, this dude knows that, that the team's not making the playoffs this year. So he obviously deleted that shit because he knows, he knows that he's a coward uh, and did not want to get exposed on Twitter for that shit. But I'm going to be honest, Quan. If I'm an NBA GM and I'm being realistic here, if I'm Rob Palenka, LeBron is 38 years old. He is not going to be here for, for five more years. If I'm Rob Palenka and I'm thinking about the future of this team, possibly keeping my job, I would trade LeBron James for some pieces, probably some, maybe some draft picks. I combine with some, maybe some players if they want to include that. I'm not sure they, they would for LeBron. Maybe, maybe that's a big draft pick haul. But I'm saying, if you're Rob Palenka, obviously with LeBron's permission, because obviously LeBron's your dad and you, you can't do anything without, without his permission. Trade this guy and move on from him already. It, just blow it up already. Trade Westbrook for, for Buddy Heald and Turner for the picks. Get LeBron out of there. Trade, trade his ass away. And then I don't know, I don't know what, what, what you do with Anthony Davis because of his injury history. But if you want to get the most, because I do it all the time. If you're playing 2K GM mode or, or, or Madden GM mode, you know. Once your players start getting older and start getting up there in age, their, their, their hauls and values start going down. So while LeBron's having this streak of 30 plus 30 point plus games, start shopping around the teams and saying, "Hey, LeBron's available." What, LeBron what can't can I, get traded this season. Why, why? Why not? Because of it's something with his contract where, like, I'm 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 being dead serious. He can't he cannot really? be traded this season. Yeah, yeah, he cannot be traded this season. That's why they say the off season or whatever. He like yeah, it's if, if you're gonna trade anybody, it cannot be LeBron this season. So what a bitch! But, he probably put that in his contract. Uh, what a coward. Onto onto what you said, uh, like it, if they if they blowing it up, if they're trading, like I said, they they can't trade LeBron this season. So and Russ would be a free agent next year. But I, I think that if it were possible, That's what I'm saying if it, you, you have to trade it, Russ now for the for that for that uh, oh yeah. for that Indiana Hall. So yeah, if it were possible where LeBron could be traded, I don't think they're trading LeBron and then also trading Russ because. That would like that would defeat the purpose of of getting rid of LeBron. Like you you rebuilding, so you're not bringing in no no young pieces that could like that could compete. Like that 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 wouldn't be. I don't well, think. That well, that obviously that. obviously obviously they wouldn't be competing. They would obviously be rebuilding. So they would just blow the blow the entire thing up. That's right. What I'm that's saying. what I'm saying. They're not they're not tra like it's, especially if they have you have to, to at that point. If if, if you lose have... if you if you lose LeBron, your team is done. Like you you have to rebuild and going going forward. But if they have. 
to trade Westbrook, they will also have to trade those picks. So if you're rebuilding, you're not getting rid of picks. Start shopping them, Rob Palenka. Fuck, I, I, I don't know what, what, what the hell the market is out there for Russ and LeBron right now. I'm not, I'm not in the NBA circles, but I'm saying start shopping them. There ain't no telling. But, okay, as far as the tweet, him deleting the tweet, I think that that was coward, a coward was, move. I think it was just dumb. I, I think it's dumb. like to go all the way back, delete that tweet. You know, that's going to be the headline, bro. You know, that yes. it's not going to be about like about whether or not, you know, that y'all going to make the playoffs or anything like that. Like it, it's, it's more so about you going all the way back to delete the tweet. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like if you would have left it alone, nobody would ever said anything. You know, I um, they would they would have referenced it. People would have referenced it. But then people would have been like, oh, man, maybe he should delete this tweet or something like that instead of like actually deleting it. And then not, now it becomes a bigger story. Then you made it a bigger deal than it, than it should have been, in my opinion. I don't I don't think that he should have deleted the tweet. And, and, and instead of getting trolled once for the tweet, now he's getting trolled twice for posting yeah. it and deleting. It. I agree with that. From, finally, from finally, Kwan, sides, yeah, Quan yeah, doing being an anti LeBron take. I appreciate no, that. No, no, no. I'm I'm objective when it comes to LeBron, but I I, I recognize his greatness. I, I do recognize his greatness. Speaking of, did you happen to see uh him the the last game that he played? Uh, it happened to be on his birthday here, actually, right down the road from from where I'm staying, from where I am right now. Uh, it's about. 15 minutes away, 15, 20 minutes away. Uh, spectacular, a, a masterpiece. If, if, if Quan used, if Quan used Cole G Quan on Seagate, maybe, maybe he could have went to go see LeBron, but obviously not. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't even know that, that that game. And also, I don't, I'm tired of going to Hawks games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would, like last season, we went to, my wife and I went to uh, New Orleans to see them against the Pelicans. You know what I'm saying? I want to do shit like that, like where I go to New York and see the the Knicks against the Lakers or, you know what I'm saying, go to Cleveland, see him see him play in Cleveland or some shit like that. I'm tired of going to Hawks games. So I, I would have used the uh, the code uh, G-Quad for uh, SeatGeek, but, you know, I did. I, $20 off your first purchase. There, there was no reason for me to have done that. Um, But a masterpiece. A masterpiece of a game, oh, and I was watching it. And, and you can ask my wife. I was like, every time, I was like, he's the fucking greatest. He's the greatest player of all time. Oh he's my god! And I, I mean, I he started so off... fucking annoyed just, just just being in the same vicinity as you watching fucking LeBron play. Oh my fucking when god! When we went when we went to the game, she wore my other LeBron jersey. She she, she not, supports this me. This man she has brainwashed me. his own wife and, and to believe she that this guy's a great. She supports player. me. It, oh. it, and to believe that he's a great player. Do I have to brainwash I, I anybody to believe I that? I cannot. You know, Bro, but anyway, watching that game, I I, I hate being a hater. I really do. But seeing Quan you know and like his it. wife happy about LeBron, it makes me sick. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, and I and I hate that goddamn dog too. <laughs> he, guy, he, he, he probably has, has his dog's fucking LeBron jerseys as well. Fucking disgusting. Oh no, I would I wouldn't put no no clothes on him. But we do watch sports together, and he does like basketball. He's more of a fan of uh women's basketball for some reason. He he would sit oh, there and watch the whole game. Like he was he would sit there like just. With his little underbite. Oh my! And just watch the whole game. Um, w, but, WNBA games. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all right. But anyway, that game, like you, there's no that game was fucking amazing, bro. Like I think he started out one for five or something like that. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe he ain't got it tonight. But they're not like they're not getting their ass beat. Um, and when they were getting yeah. their ass beat, I was like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe 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 it's gonna be an early night for LeBron. And then he took the fuck off. And boy, 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 was I excited. That game was incredible. What was he, 18 for 27 or some shit like that? Imagine missing just nine shots. I've seen better. 
No, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I had the privilege of watching actual great players like Kobe Bryant growing up, so uh, I have seen better. They were debating whether or not whether or not uh, Luka's 60-20 game was more impressive than uh, Kobe's 81 or uh, Will's 100. 100. Wow. Um, and so, it, I mean, when you debate those three games – it obviously like you you get rid of Wilts because that game didn't happen. So it then becomes uh becomes Luca versus Kobe. And what do you think? Eighty one is higher than sixty two. That's what I think. That is that is true. But um I mean, what about twenty rebounds? Was it twenty rebounds? Or yeah, yeah twenty rebounds, ten assists. That's nuts. Kobe was was uh Kobe was efficient as fuck in that game though. But I don't think he was all over the stats. Or Kobe like Bryant was. from Lower Marion High School, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, number twenty-three, number twenty-four, Kobe Bryant. I love that that announcer, man. He he's so like model, he's so like like level with. I have to go shit. to a Lakers game this year to see LeBron play because I I need to see him play and I I need to yell at LeBron in person for one last time because I, I know I'm running out of years to see this man play. Um, yell at him for what? For being great. I, I do it all the time. LeBron, you fucking suck. Boo. I, I, LeBron, I'm, I'm how do you boo. do it? How do you keep doing it? LeBron. I'm, I'm just going to go greatest. and uh, verbally abuse him. Well, I, listen, I'm, I'm in the LA area. I'm in LA and I'm wasting my prime years. So I'm not seeing LeBron James. Hopefully, I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure when the Bulls come, come into town. I think it might be uh, in a couple of weeks. Now, that I can agree with. You are wasting, you know, wasting good, good years, I'm, good I'm, moments. I'm, I'm uh, wasting my chances. Okay, so yeah, Kobe had 81 points, six rebounds, two assists, three steals, one block. He was all over the stat sheet, but not like, you know, not with like gaudy numbers. Um, and he was 28 for 46. He shot 50% for 81 points. <laughs> that is fucking insane. Uh, fucking or or not not 50%. He shot more than that's more than 50%. I'm tripping. I'm no math wizard, so I... yeah. He only missed 18 shots. Uh, what a fucking beast. And they won, and they came back after being down heavy as well. Just want to point that out. Uh, so, yeah, he shot 60%. Damn. The That's black like 81 Come points. On. That is fucking insane, bro. Um, this, shouldn't, this, shouldn't yeah, even, so, this shouldn't even be a discussion. The, the Kobe Bryant's 81 points. It's more impressive? Out. Okay. I, I think that's, that's I objective as fuck. I, I think Very, like, a lot more impressive than 60-20. I think and that listen, they are. Go ahead. 60-20 is very impressive. 81 points and shooting 60% from the field and coming back from being down big in the game. Fucking tremendous. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this was the first time that a team had come down from being, by, being down by nine points with less than two minutes left or something like that. Um, so that was impressive as well. It, it both games are impressive. I, I don't I don't think that they compare because I mean Kobe put on a, a scoring like clinic, you know, uh, and Luca did too. But Luca was more so like all around in that game. But they leaned yes. on Kobe to score in his game. So I, I just I can't like I don't think it's a, a fair debate. And Kobe Bryant scored twenty one more points than Luca. Not. Won 21 more points than Luca, and he, he brought his team back, huh? Uh, Luca had 62, right? Oh, 62. I thought it was 60. 
I mean that that just that's just the stat line, like you know that's that's the ah, like, that's the first okay, sixty okay. twenty. My but apologies. I think he scored sixty. I could have sworn it was sixty. My apologies. Make sure that's correct. I don't, don't want to uh, yeah. defame Luca and his, his, his accomplishment, even though uh, his team is shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean Luca has to score sixty today. twenty, like like sixty and twenty every fucking night in order for this team to even. He scored fifty one points last night, and they won by one point. And what the fuck's going on? It's horrendous. He, I mean, they're they're not a good, and they started off great actually. Like they they started this season off pretty fucking good. Um, for I them keep to be saying all the time, like at or around uh five hundred all season. That, that's that's my new that's phrase is it's so horrendous that is tremendous <laughs> because Luca is playing tremendous, but his team's fucking horrendous. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know that I, I absolutely hate that phrase, but I, I look forward to I look forward to you using it. <laughs> it's fucking disgraceful to score 51 points and win by one point against the Spurs. Against the Spurs, who are the tank gods right now for Wimbayana. Oh, here and we go with the tanking. One fucking point. Here we go. Here if you don't think the Spurs are tanking for, for Wimbayana, you're on drugs. Kawhi <laughs> can't see a team that, that's 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 tanking. No, it's just I, it's just I, how you say it, it so objectively. Like so, I mean, so they're like, tanking. So. They are not trying to win games. It is clear they are tanking for for Victor W. You're delusional. Whatever. Let's see. Um. All right. Let me find this real quick. Give me just a second. That's so why we need a research guy. Listen, if, if you want to be a research guy, hit us up in hit us up in the comments or hit us up on uh, IG via DM or email us at uh, at at uh, the media at gmail.com. Okay, it, it was it was just sixty. Okay, you're right, you're right. Of course, like I, I said, he scored twenty one more points than Luca. Twenty one, not one. Twenty one points, eighty one points for the game, sixty percent from the fucking field, six assists. Two, uh, no, six rebounds, excuse me, two assists. I mean, listen, if, if you're Kobe Bryant, do you really expect him to have a triple-double with that fucking team? I don't think so. Kobe Bryant obviously was not passing. If, if you're scoring 81 points, you're not fucking passing, first of all. Uh, yeah. And his team was ass because he had no team to pass to. He had Smush Parker, fucking Devin George, uh, Lamar Odom, who was on who was on crack in later years, but was pretty good then. Uh, Kwame Brown was on that fucking team, which is obviously just, just fucking disgraceful. And Luka... I mean, he doesn't have any bumps on his team. He has Christian Wood. He has Dinwiddie. He has, he has some good players on his team. But even then, Luka's team was much better than that fucking Lakers roster. That was that Lakers squad was horrendous. Let me tell you, uh, uh, Luka's past six games, uh, 50, 32, 60, 35, yeah. 51. Holy fuck. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I'm going to be honest, I feel so oh bad for him. Oh, my God. Those numbers are home. nuts. He is going home every night and just fucking probably crying in his room, being like, oh, fuck, it. I do this shit every fucking night. Apparently, he smokes cigarettes and drink beer, which I'm not surprised because he like if I was to just look at him, like I, I would kind of be able to tell that he smokes cigarettes at least. But put down the fucking cigarettes, Luca. Come on, bro. Luca is, is probably doing six packs a day with playing for this fucking team. I guarantee it. Having to score 51 points and only winning by one to a team who is absolutely garbage. Ugh. And that go for anybody Man. smoking cigarettes. If you still smoking cigarettes in 2023, stop it. Grow up. Grow up. If you're Grow. a if you're a vape head, if you're a smoker, if you're uh uh you if you're doing the weed, get doing over yourself. Weed. You're not you're not cool. You're not. It smells disgusting. It ruins that you're fucking close. You smell like a fucking pothead loser, pleb. Uh, just get a life. You're not cool. If you vape, you're not cool. If you smoke weed, you're not cool. 
Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're very excited about this. So yeah, we'll, we'll end that here for you guys, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get some gaming content out for you guys in the very, 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 very soon future uh, for, for 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 this year. So yeah, we appreciate everybody's support. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, and have a have a blessed week. And as always, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.